much Jack. He thinks in that strong rock. There's plenty of Cuban sugar, though. Here's what happened. The general beat his friend Castro to the Cuban treasury. The strong box is now on this boat. So are a deported American gangster and his mall. And lurking in the depths is the creature from the haunted sea. Spanning the globe, through the power of the World Wide Web, it's Stacy and Steve's Cringe Fest. And now, here are your hosts, Stacy and Steve. Here we go again, Cringers. I'm Stacy. And she's Stacy. And this hey, is our Cringe Fest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> Hi, Stacy. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Great. Is it cold in Alaska? It's foggy as fuck. Did you see that picture? I saw your I picture. You? Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. You couldn't even see past the light from the intersection. And it's been like that all day. And the sun was out because I, I drove to my old work to see some of my coworkers. And yeah, it's been like that all day. We had a uh, we had a huge snowstorm yesterday. Uh, honest okay. God, I've never seen snow that heavy. And it was 40 degrees outside. So... It, nothing stuck anywhere, not to the trees, nothing. It just snowed like hell for a good 15 minutes. <laughs> Do you remember that, that, um, eight, it, it was like, I think a 90s song. Sometimes it snows in June. No. Or have you ever seen it snow in it, June? It sounds or... like radioactive fallout to me. But... <laughs> I have seen it snow in June. <laughs> no. Okay. It was, it was a complete fluke. It, it lasted maybe 10 minutes, but it uh-huh. was, it was yeah. just a complete fluke. It was, Instead of hail, it snowed because the hail the hail couldn't form, but the snow. Okay, came. so you just got snow. Okay. Hey, let let's pick oh, up where we left off last week. The best week. for last is the song, by the way. Okay. Okay. Right. We're we're picking up where we left off. Did we leave yes. off someplace? Yes, we did. We we left one issue completely unresolved last week. Okay. And are you ready? I am ready. I have a big surprise for you. Ooh, I love surprises. It's blue. Are you pregnant? No, it's a new pen cartridge. <laughs> and it's supposed to fit the right pen. pen. So here we go. Are you ready? Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> We have docking, Houston. Events mission. Let's see. Let's see. Yes, it works. Clicks and everything. Yay. I can now continue taking my copious notes. All right. So we've covered uh, Alaska weather. Mm-hmm. We've covered my pen cartridge. Mm-hmm. What else do we have to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> We let's see. Um, I finally got to two thousand meters in ten minutes on my rowing machine. Being uh, on in on Stacy's headphones when she's rowing is really pretty funny because she's got one of those fancy rowers with the with the uh, water weight, so yeah. it sounds like she's actually rowing. It goes slosh, slosh. It's slosh. it's actually very soothing until you start blasting Metallica or whatever else I feel like playing on the <laughs> We had something exciting happen this week. Oh, oh we did. Yes. Now I know two of the them. There's only two. Oh, okay. I love the two of them. Um I cringers just just wait. It's we got a we, we actually got uh a couple of phone calls and, and a business opportunity for us, mm-hmm. uh, at least for Howard Stale Clams and the the uh, the Jesuit Brothers of Saint. I can't remember who they are. They're the managing partners of of Howard Stale Clams. They and the uh, uh, New England Association of Garbage Haulers. They ended up with Howard's estate. The Jesuits are in charge, though, which is you know that makes us happy. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I'm going to play this first one. We've heard this one. It it uh, 
it cuts off at the three minute limit. So get ready. It's a long one. But then, uh, unfortunately, the guy called right back and, and left us a second part. So there'll be a little gap between part one and part two. So this is a listen closely. It's from the uh, Oregon Department of Transportation. They have a little bit of a problem and they think Howard's maybe can help. So we're anxious. We're anxious to see how this goes. Here we go. Hey, Howard. Well, uh, not Howard. God rest his soul. Uh, whichever one of his successors and or assigns I'm, I'm, I'm talking to. Um, my name is Jack Braxton. I'm, I'm with the, uh, the Oregon uh, Department of Transportation. And uh, I've got a bit of a situation on my hands that I, I feel like might be mutually beneficial. We've, we, we've uh, I'm not sure if you've seen in the news, but we've had, well, so far four uh, whales uh, wash up on the coast this week. Um, I've had two more. And, uh, really? you know, I don't really know why it's happening. My coworkers all have exotic theories about it. But uh, bottom line is, uh, you know, I, I'm the one who's been assigned to be out here in Clatsop County uh, cleaning these damn things up. The, the the first one, the feds came out and, you know, they sent out the eggheads from NIST and they said, well, you know, this, this whale died from being hit by a ship. Brilliant. And uh, uh, their plan was to drag it up the coast a few miles to let nature take its course. Well, the other three have fallen uh, metaphorically in, in into my lap. And, uh, metaphorically, you know, good. you can't just drag four whales to the same spot uh, and expect uh, nature to take its course. So I, I've got to come up with something to do. Um, my director said to me when he sent me out here, Jack, don't embarrass us like you did in the 80s. So, uh, oh, you got new. So you explosives are out of the question. I, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I, it, it, I was driving up and down uh, 101 here and thinking, God, it smells terrible out here. <laughs> you know, the the, the <sighs> Goonies tourists are just going <laughs> to shit themselves. <laughs> I mean, it, it, just, it smells terrible. And uh, then, th then I had the thought, you know, uh, you know, olfactory memory, right? Um, well, so I realized the smell reminded me of something. It reminded me of, uh, uh, well, when I was a little kid, I, I I grew up in a in a small village in Connecticut. It was called uh, Knob Tickler, and uh, we used to get clams uh, delivered from from Howard uh, twice a week. You know, you'd have these remember. trucks rolling around the streets, you know, dig it if you can, man. You know, they, they blast a song from a, uh, from, from loudspeakers. It was actually a pretty significant public nuisance. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> we bought them a couple of times a week. Uh, you know, our, our mother had 300 ways to, 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 to prepare, uh, these. Okay. Well, our, our uh, associate, Jack's phone call broke off there, but he did call back. Okay, before you do that, yes, I, I want to hear about the whale want, in 1980. Okay, two things then. I want a shirt of an ice cream truck, but with a clam on top saying, dig it if you can, man. Because that <laughs> fucking... I will buy a he, he drives around New England ringing a bell. Public nuisance. Clam man, clam man. Dig it if you can. But he doesn't need the bell because everybody can smell him coming. Yeah, dig it if you can, man. I that I love that <laughs> so much. Yeah, that that's from uh, some of Howard's uh, beat poetry, right? Prime and a man, man. Unless you're a dig pleasure. it if you can, man. <laughs> do it with the spoons stan anyway yeah. the the other thing is steve's great hubby steve not you hubby yeah. steve um his if it's funny because every now and then in one podcast or another every couple of years this comes back around into the zeitgeist well i mean hey the simpsons did it right the simpsons did it so if you go cringers to YouTube and do Oregon 
whale explosion explosion <laughs> you will get this video um so a giant whale i don't remember what species it was but a yeah, whale itself they couldn't get it off the, the they, flies they couldn't get there. it off they they couldn't figure out what to do it's smelling horrible it's a public nuisance and if you've ever been to the coast of oregon they have beautiful beaches actual sand not like the rocks up here <laughs> sandy beaches and so they decide <laughs> here hold my beer they decide to stuff it full of explosives and everybody comes out to see it which is this is an Italian Why show you? for those schools. Why wouldn't is, you? Somebody's going to blow is, up a whale. You got to go. Oh my People like so to watch the atomic tests, you know. And nobody does. Nobody in our mind thought, oh, well, if this explodes, pieces of chunks <laughs> go of this whale are going to go everywhere. <laughs> so you have this rotting flesh being flung amongst the people and their cars <laughs> and you can hear them just, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> and, and, and if you watch closely yeah. in the background there's a guy in a bulldozer that's steve's great-grandfather <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 bulldozing up clam bit so, yeah whale the bit. whale <laughs> explodes <laughs> explosion of whales <laughs> Just, I can't even imagine this now. And and just, just the damage alone, and then it's just falling from the sky. <laughs> they ended up just making enough of a dent, pardon the pun, um, to be able to, to let nature take it. <laughs> watch the video. And yeah, the yeah, no, it, it's, a, it's a really good one. Or the Simpsons episode because it covers or the it. Simpsons it covers it just just as well. Like yeah. As All right. Second part. Reality. All right. Let's listen to the second. We're uh, another couple minutes where where Jack continues his phone call. I'm I'm loving Jack. Hey Howard, this is Jack Braxton with the Oregon Department of Transportation calling you back. I think you, you uh, I, I got cut off earlier. I hit your. Your voicemail size limit. Uh, sorry, yeah, I, I was admittedly rambling a bit. Um, so I was, I was just saying that you know, uh, 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 there's this situation-dependent memory of, of um, uh, I guess, the smell of Howard's clams and uh, the smell of these whales that we have all over the beaches right now, and uh, yeah, it, it 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 took me back to my childhood where my uh, yeah, my my mother uh, prepared them all kinds of ways until my little sister got hospitalized and uh, uh, for dehydration, and we oh, found man. out why the whole family had been having diarrhea for the last three years. Um, but uh, that, that yeah, doesn't particularly that matter, neither here nor there. Uh, the bottom line is, uh, I'm out here sitting on. I'm sorry, I dropped my phone there. I'm 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 out here sitting on. Near as I can tell, something like 84 tons of, let's call it dry aged meat. And, uh, <laughs> there's a, you know, ever since Bumblebee moved all their stuff to Thailand, there's a cannery fully equipped and abandoned in Astoria. Mm. So, um, I, I wanted to propose, I've been to Astoria. uh, both in service of saving my job and, uh, you know, uh, uh, m making a mutually beneficial economic uh, choice. <clears throat> that uh, Howard might want to come out here and consider, uh, or Howard's, sorry, I keep talking about him like he's still here. Every time, brings a tear to my eye. Um, and for some reason, I start to lose control of my bowels. <laughs> I thought that you folks might want to come out here, uh, like I said, if you're not still legally enjoined from doing so and uh, look into maybe starting up a West coast operation. Um, you know, I haven't done the math, but I think we're looking at probably, you know, uh, at least a half million five ounce cans. And um, obviously not all of it's fit for human consumption, but uh, you know, as Howard used to say, there's, there's fit for human consumption, unfit for human consumption and saleable. 
<laughs> and I think a lot of it probably falls into that last category. Anyway, uh, if you need to call me back, uh, you can reach me at the ODOT switchboard. It's 503-731-8200. And dial by name. My name's Jack Braxton. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so, so, Howard's got a decision to make. Yeah, the, the board of directors definitely yeah, yeah. needs to, to take a vote on uh, whether to buy yeah. this cannery or not. Do we do we do we start up a West Coast operation? I mean really, it would be easy be for a lot me closer to drive for down, you. You know, you or, could, or you fly could, down, uh, I mean. Or drive down. Yeah. I've got a passport. You, you could uh, um, you know uh, exercise fiduciary responsibility there. Um and we are honorary board of director on the honorary board of directors honorary board members how does that work well howard is in 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 honorarium i mean because yeah. it's his name on the business right oh yeah 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 and we have that close relationship with 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 howard unfortunately you know he only has the one ear and uh the, you know his son harold who works for the rhode island department of of health and hygiene, and as we as we know, father and son uh, have been as or were estranged all, all the way up to to Howard's death. Yeah, rest is all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna have to, to have something to think about there. Yeah, should be interesting. We'll get together with the. Uh, the, the the Jesuit priests that that manage the business and and uh, you know I like the Jesuits because they're they're in, into it for for uh, profit. Speaking of resting our souls, let's heaven do that. forbid this and movie, seafood and seafood and and you did pick this movie because of the oceanotic ocean. For Ab- absolutely, um, absolutely. We got we we got these phone calls. We knew we were going to play them, so I thought we got to. I got to search in Amazon and and get the very first movie that showed up about the ocean. There was a few others that showed up, but we had to pay for them, and we don't do that. And this is your pick. Um. So so um. Well, to be fair, we do pay for ones that we think cringers really want us to watch yeah because we, we have done that so i just want to make that clear to cringers we, we will unless it's over two dollars and 99 cents and most of them are three dollars and 99 cents so. or you can rent it for 99 that, cents but. That, well no that's renting but that that's uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah well first we try all the uh all um all the other yeah. methods to to find Com- watching commercials and stuff like that. So or, we don't or, want to dissuade download printers. torrents. I, I download torrents, uh, illegal torrents under Stacy's user ID quite often. And and uh, occasional porn. But but that's you know, nobody will track it back to me because I use Stacy's name when I do that. And I use a VPN, so oh really? Okay. You're very fancy. All right. So, but we didn't have to pay for this movie. No, we, but we well, we the, paid for this movie, but not in physical. We, we paid. We, we paid for it emotionally. Uh, yes. This, this movie so. is uh, Creature from the Haunted Sea, 1961. The very best thing about this movie is it's a Roger Corman movie, and we love Roger Corman. We've come. We're coming to love him even more. I got. I think the I gotta, algorithm is starting to realize that we're. <laughs> Get him on to Dr. Corman. Before we get into the trivia, I have a quiz question for you, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so we know Roger Corman is basically responsible. If if you take if you take uh Ron Howard's stint as Opie out of the picture and assume he never was a child star, he's basically uh-huh. re- responsible for uh uh Francis Ford Coppola for oh. Uh, James, what's his name? James Cameron, mm-hmm. uh, Ron Howard, another dozen huge names. Yeah. So three out of the five. I would actually say that, you know how we have six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yeah. I would say three degrees of Roger Corman. Oh, oh three degrees of Easy. Roger Corman. You get everybody in Hollywood. Exactly. Everybody. Every, uh, yeah, everybody. And Kevin Bacon. 
including Kevin Bacon. Yeah. 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 Okay, continue. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's good. That's a good point. Um, three of the top, I just learned this today, three of the five top grossing movies ever, ever made were done by uh, James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Of the, one of them's the the current Avatar. One Which, of them. I saw the first one. I don't want to see the second one. I've saw one the first them, one, but it wasn't in the theaters. I've heard one so of them much the Avatar that the oh, I saw it in three D. It made me want to physically. Well, it, I was physically sick. It was it, the vertigo was incredible, and then the uh, the third one is is uh, uh, Titanic, right? Mm-hmm. So. so we just think about that. Just Roger Corman learned his tradecraft, making these the shitty hard movies, way. and yeah. then trained the guy that made The Godfather and the guy that's responsible for for three of out of five of the top movies ever, and and The Princess Bride with. with so when I think of Roger Corman, I think of the song out. "We Built This City," <laughs> but I think of it as Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. And and instead of rock and roll cellophane, <laughs> I just think of uh, he's just an incredible, an incredible tightwad, and, and that's wonderful. He made these oh, and very, this movie is no exception. Very entertaining, yeah. <laughs> this movie. So, yeah. Uh, this was 1961. Uh-huh. Uh, about the like Stacy says in her review about the time of ta- uh, Attack of the Giant Leeches that we watched a uh-huh. few weeks ago, and Bucket of Blood. Uh, there's another 30 movies in that same time period that he made. So oh, 1960 no was a huge. 60 and 61 were huge for him. He made what? Well, I'm, I'm getting into the trivia. I'm not going to go in there because we'll yeah. talk about that later. You want so, to do the rundown? So, yeah, I'll give the rundown. Oh, okay. I'm trying to do right now. Yeah, I'm know. sorry. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. I just uh, I'm just failing to do it. Um, so just just the, the quick synopsis of the movie. This takes place in 1961. The Cuban Revolution's going on. Uh, a group of American expats escape Cuba uh, on a on a, a sort of a yacht. They they did make it out just in time. The the the, the federales are coming after them, which, which, and you can tell them. You can tell the 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 Cuban. Uh, supporters of Castro because they all wear Castro's beard. Oh my God! They all have the same beard as Castro. Yeah, and they all have the the khaki uh, military clothes. Yeah, but but it's the beards. Even in the opening credits, which is just like a little cartoon, all the all the all and the I have trivia for that too. Have the beard? Okay, good. Um, we watched it because it's supposed to have a monster in it. Um, <laughs> well, it kind of does. It, it kind of does. So they, they, they and Stacey will tell us more about the monster too, because the monster is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, uh, they escape on this ship, the or boat. The, the federales come after. That's probably not the right word, but I'll call them the federales. They come after them a few times. They, they kind of get shipwrecked here and there. Um, but it, none of the plot really matters. The, the 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 Americans that escape are this kind of dashing James Bond sort of guy. There's a, of course being a James Bond more more Matt Helm than James Bond kind of guy. Yeah. He's got a beautiful woman with him. Uh, another motley assortment. Uh, it's a weird. This is not your typical uh, motley crew. Not to be confused <laughs> no, with a band, no, but this is no. this is not this is not your typical boat crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Um, they escape. They end up on a beach somewhere. There's a little bit of uh, Caribbean voodoo kind of thing that goes on. Um, it is completely unmemorable. The thing I really liked about it is it's it's attempts to be kind of a a comedy mm-hmm. and you know uh, i was saying this is Goofy. the first comedy i i remember roger corman and she reminded me of course he did the original little shop of horrors so there was a little singing and dancing in this one too there's a little a little 
musical in. Oh, on that's the- right. She does the musical thing to distract from the other stuff. Yeah. The other stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that that's kind of it, right? I mean, that's that's pretty much. It's got like every one liner they could possibly stick in <laughs> it, but it's not exactly funny. It's funny uh, to watch as a period piece. Yeah. Here we are in the middle of the Cuban Revolution. The communists are moving in. The Bay of Pigs is either happened or getting ready to probably getting ready to happen yeah. when this movie's film and and they decide to make a comedy about the the Castro and the and the revolution in Cuba. I I thought that was just hysterical. You know, I mean, it, it's like making a a a, a, a movie uh, about Saddam Hussein, which would could be funny today, but but doing it like in nineteen ninety one or something when he was actually hiding in a hole somewhere in the desert. Yeah, you know, they, this was like in real time. <laughs> so, so according to the JFK Library, the Bay of Pigs invasion, quote unquote invasion. Um, was on April 17th, 1961. So yeah. this was this is about the same time. That's he time. was in the zeitgeist for that <laughs> specific thing. Um, it, it definitely was. And, and, you that, know, remember there was like this huge nuclear standoff. I mean, we, we, oh, we yeah. kind of thought the world was going to get all blown up and stuff. They taught, this is grade, when we had, I was in grade school at the time and they taught me to, you know, get under the desk and look for that's the what I was going to ask is, did you, you know. have to have those things? Yeah. Um. Right. So so what's funny is you mentioned um, the the opening. The right? title sequence. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I can't remember his name. Um, was it was it Sergio something by any chance? The, yes. It, OK. He, Right, not right after this movie, but very close after this movie, he went to Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine, Spy versus Spy. Which is funny because both of us went, this kind of looks like a, yeah, no, yeah. it couldn't be a exactly. Mad Magazine. It totally is. It is uh, him. That's funny. Just before he moved over to Mad Magazine. Oh, wow. Okay, that's perfect. Um, made my whole my whole week now. Thank you. When, when. I love the fact that both of us have have a, a well. I mean, we're old enough, both of us, to have that crossover of Mad Magazine. Yeah, and, I'm and old enough to know Mad Magazine when it was funny. <laughs> ouch! I thought it was funny in the '90s. I didn't even know it was still being published. I think I think it stopped being published like maybe three years ago. Yeah, I think, that, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Um. So I think that. Um, I think it's interesting because if you go back, and you look, and, and you can actually go <laughs> when you go to IMDb, right? You got That's it. Right you got it. Okay. If you scroll down to about... You you have overcome your dyslexia. I'm so proud of you. I won't go into tea public, okay? Um, (laughs) That's on purpose, though, I know. We can say it. I usually leave the L out of tea public. And now the now his phone just automatically (laughs) corrects. Yes, my my, my autocorrect does not. Does not hiccup at all. It's oh, you're talking about TP. Okay. So if you go down to the cusp of 1959 to 1961, you've got Bucket of Blood, um, Beast from Haunted Cave, Attack of the Giant Leeches. Then you have a couple, and then 1960, you have Little Shop of Horrors, and two from that. You have Creature from Haunted... So you can actually have four of the well, most well-known... Well, okay, three <laughs> the creature we've features. watched. Little Shop the of Horrors. Feature. If you haven't Period. seen the original Little Shop of Horrors, people, stop, drop, <laughs> and listen. Because I know the Rick Moranis is really awesome. Oh, it's cute. Didn't Steve Martin in that also? And it's beautiful, and it's extremely well done. And... Let's just face it. I watched it when I was a kid because of Aaron. 
and mom freaked the fuck out. <laughs> um, the the characters aren't very memorable. Not gonna lie, but uh, the actors aren't memorable. Or, sorry, I, mean, I the don't characters, know anybody. The characters are pretty good. Yeah. The the actors, the um, the the guy who plays the main character is actually, if I re- read this correctly, he was the boom mic operator. <laughs> oh, the, the dashing, Robert Bean, the dashing James Bond guy. Yes. Yeah. No, no, not James Bond. The Happy Jack, who's the care the main character. He also plays the creature by the way, because this was shot in five days. All right. Yes. Just so So, he could get extra tax. uh, A tax credit. They they were getting a tax credit from Puerto Rico, right? I mean, that's where all the beach scenes and stuff were. Yeah, he just finished Little Stop of Horrors. He went to do The Last Woman on Earth in Puerto Rico. And then he wanted to do a World War II film called Battle of Blood Island. And then he found out there were more tax incentives. So he's like, well, I got another I got another five days. <laughs> what the heck? Let's do it. I up. haven't wait. Okay. Here, here, here's <laughs> the plan, everybody. Okay. You, 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 you look like you are really pretty. Okay. Boom, my guy, you you're over here. Um <laughs> And and so that he created this whole thing in the screenplay that was kind of off there. Um, screenplay is a loose term. Here. Oh yeah, and and the funny thing is the most serious moments are when the 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 monster is coming out because he and this is most of this is come off the cuff, like seriously off the cuff. And and tell I could just us, see him go. Tell okay. us about the monster. Oh my god, I love this monster so much. So so imagine he's he's in a hotel room where he just grabs everybody, going, "You, what can you buy for ten dollars? Go, you, what can you buy?" I, I don't know if this is really what happened. Yeah, no, but that's probably it. Didn't he like? Uh, I think you told me he paid the extras like a dollar a day. Any yeah, any local extras. Yeah. Um, so, so by the even time, in, even in 1961, that's pretty low wages. <laughs> yeah. So, so at a certain point, he, he couldn't figure out how to give they were doing. It, it, it was just insane. So he decides, I, again, I can only imagine, and this is how I imagine him because it's uh, Roger Corman giving everybody a couple of bucks and seeing what they come back with. <laughs> now they're already filming the last one on earth. So someone comes to him with a wetsuit. Someone else comes to him with moss. Uh-huh. A lot of Brillo pads. A lot of Brillo pads. Two tennis, well, at least tennis balls. Tennis balls. And some ping pong balls because the tennis balls are the eyes and the ping pong balls are the pupils. And pipe cleaners so he, for the he claws. He made 3D googly eyes. Pipe cleaners. <laughs> and so, there, of so, course, there's a lot of, of moments where you can see the actor. The actor even has flippers. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Like uh, scuba diver. Yeah, scuba so diver flippers. underwater breathing apparatus um, diver. Yeah. Um, so they do have... There, there are oh my gosh, some of the things that this um you know you have so can we go back to I just want you to paint the picture of what the monster actually looks like. Okay, so to me, he looks like cookie, cookie monster in black and white. Yes, he is a in moss covered um cookie monster. Moss covered cookie monster with the Google. Uh, well no, seaweed. I'm sorry, seaweed and moss. Well, okay. Cookie Monster. Um, Water Moss. Sparks Morin, which is a great name, is the spy. <laughs> and one of my favorite lines that he says is, it was dusk. I could tell because the sun was going down. <laughs> that gives you an idea of the narration for this movie, because he narrates it like a noir film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 he does. It's 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 very much like uh, 
the big sleep or yeah or, so he you know. he's the one who actually builds the character design which i think is pretty funny because if you've only got five days to shoot the fucking thing <laughs> you have to figure out well how am i going to develop this female character and how is she going to be so negative mary bell mohan alias Mary Mohan Bell, alias Bill Mary Mohan, <laughs> alias Mary Bell. <laughs> She's the femme fatale, right? Of the of the whole thing. He she she like came into a Tommy gun um thing and it, it just gets it just gets crazy. So it <laughs> just he he creates this narrative and it's fascinating. He, 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 I don't think he created anything. I think he shot a little over an hour's worth okay. of film and then okay. really, really I, I did it the movie. It's fascinating <laughs> how this narrator pulls the story out of his ass because they make one mention, one teeny tiny mention about a story way back when. Uh, the, the, the Cuban sea creature myth, yeah. of, supposedly. Yeah, so so they go on to get a Cuban treasure onto the boat, and they decide to keep the treasure because they're scumbags, but they're handsome and beautiful. Yeah, but they're all criminals. Except for one guy who's lost his mind because during a competition at an Elks club for... For animal calls, he literally breaks something in his brain so he can make all these amazing animal calls. And <laughs> no, oh, that's right. That's right. The drinking yeah. game should be every time he makes an animal call, you oh, take a shot. You no, know, you wouldn't you wouldn't make a dinner mission on this one. <laughs> I think the best game that we had was what animal is going to come out of it because you have a lion, you have an elephant, you have it, a it, monkey. They just, they just dub cow. in an actual lion. Yes. Yeah. They just He's not doing an impersonation. It's just a, a real life. Yeah. If I'm reading the Wikipedia correctly, which I'm probably not, but if I'm reading the Wikipedia correctly, about 30% is after they filmed it. Oh, yeah. No. The dub overs and, yeah, the, and yeah. the things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they try to steal this stuff. And in order to steal the stuff, they have to kill off the Cubans. So they take a plunger and some green ink and they like make little suction things. Little do they know that the real monster is taking out half the other people. There really is a monster. Plus Mango. But you know, how many times did we see the monster? Maybe three times? Yeah, we were so upset because it shows up in the first murder scene. Because the captain's like, can you guys not count? I told you to kill one. Yeah. And then we're for the for the next 25 minutes, we're like. Give me the fucking monster. monster like, yeah. You you give a throwaway I mean, it, it line. Is, the name of the movie is the creature first billing of the yeah. haunted sea. Yeah, we, we barely see. we barely see it. Yeah. There is a little bit of underwater photography with the monster yeah. swimming around some. Yeah. So <laughs> crazy movie. It, and in my review, I say if I didn't have Steve, I would have been asleep. Um, the there's the slapstick thing of the guys in the bunk. Something happens. He sits up in the bunk, hits his head on the bunk. It's his head, of course, and and you know he's going to, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, when a boat is sinking, it's really sinking in real life. They just tried to improv around it. Oh, really? Yes. So the one where the guy is like throwing the stuff, he's really sinking. That boat is really on now. It's it's shallow water, so it's not like his life's in yeah, danger. Yeah. So that's why he's like casually throwing things on the but that well, boat yeah, is that actually was the, that was another one of my favorite scenes. Somebody's floundering around as the boat is sinking. Yeah. And we're just we're just screaming at her, stand up, just stand up. The water's two feet deep. <laughs> yeah, and, and it really is that the boat was actually honestly sinking and he didn't know what to do. Oh, that's great. Because he's trying to like save the scene. These people are trying to act and they're not bad. They're like high school drama students. Okay. So you get the emotion, you get the feeling, you get the character, and you're done. 75 yeah. minutes. 75 minutes. I wonder about uh, Roger made a bunch of money probably with this one. Got his big tax credits. I was going to say, he probably made more money on the tax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
for him, man. Just good for him. Thank you, Roger. We love you and we appreciate you. Yeah. Number one yeah. Roger Corman fan. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. I mean, between between Ed Wood and Roger Corman, we could probably do another year worth of podcasts just exploring. I love the fact that we randomly, the, the algorithm has bro. caught on. I didn't know this was Roger Corman until it started. Yeah. And we saw his name. And said, oh, oh, and we started hooting course. and hollering. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, go watch this one. Stacy's review will be up on, uh, by the time you hear this, Yep, it will be up on our website, sscringefest.com. With There's another an, and, and 79 been, You've worked so hard on updating it. It looks I, I, great. I, really, I have updated it, but it did not. It was not hard work. I didn't break a sweat. Well, I got to it sit looks inside good. in a heated room on a soft chair. It it looks good, cringers. Check it out. Um, there are some new links. There are some. Uh, there is new swag on our um That's our right. shop, which yeah, Stacy uh, has already ordered. Uh, oh God, it's uh, what is that? SSCringeFest.com/slash/store, or just go to the main site and click. Yeah, the for I have low sales resistance. That that's a, yeah. The button that's says, that's for it, me. Take me to see your shitty stuff. I have low sales resistance. <laughs> I, I want that ice cream truck. Yeah, I'm going to work on truck. that. I want that. Work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, the, the, uh, uh, oh, come on. The, the d- d- director, I believe, of the Woonsocket Milk Fund that works for WOON Radio. Mm-hmm. Yet to call me back. Oh, no. I don't think he's taking us seriously. I think maybe we have a credibility problem. How do we fix that? Well, I don't know because we've made everything up so far. And he's absolutely <laughs> right <laughs> that we are not credible. And so maybe we probably... can take some screenshots of our, our shirts going, no, really, we're raising funds for your milk fund because we feel bad that we make fun out of your. <laughs> and we have decided to honestly adopt you <laughs> yeah yeah i think we're like the adopted parents where the kid is saying that's okay just just send me back you know that'd be that'd be okay i'd Can be I spend happy. time with mom now yeah right, right and and like your shirt says now remember kids mommy just pretends to love you that's right that's right. The kid, the, the the kid wants to go back to the orphanage. Can I go back to the orphanage? <laughs> the big nuns only hit me a couple times a day. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm sorry. My phone just—I forgot to mute my phone. Dude, but, oh, oh, what wait, the hell? On. This podcast on. 101. All right, we just—you ready for this? We just I, we, tell me we it's just, not a sales call. No, no, well, those are great because they're all they all have the, the same accent. Hello? Okay, let's let's see what, web, let's see what your voicemail says. Web designer. Would you like to be web designed? Uh boy, <laughs> I, I hate to just web. play this unedited, right? On but uh, it, it's a 503 thing. I don't so know. They... Hang on. No, okay, all right, all right. This is this is definitely from Jack. It's at least it's from the the switchboard at the Oregon Department of Transportation. So I'm going to just play this. We haven't heard it. We'll. Uh, oh boy. Okay, we'll see where it goes. Here we go. Boy, this is like this is like live radio here. Oh, the humanity. Here we go. Hey, Howard and Howard. This is uh, Jack Braxton calling you back from the Oregon Department of Transportation. Um, listen, I, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but uh, it's been a couple of days. I haven't heard from you. And uh, they're yeah, telling me, you. Jack, you've got three days to fix this situation or your career is uh, going up in flames and hitting a thousand screaming spectators cars. And, you know, I, I just I don't want to don't want to be in that situation. So I, I want to correct an error that I made in my last voicemail. I said that that uh, Bumblebee cannery up in Astoria was still open. Right. Well, I went up there, and uh, I was walking down Pier 39. No handrails, by the way. It shouldn't have had so many lunch beers at uh, Geno's, or I might have added an eighth of a ton of uh, 
additional mammal meat to uh, to the uh, invoice, but uh, I, I I found out that the the thing's a freaking museum. It, it's 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 not open anymore. Um, it, they turned it into a into a museum in something like 2003, and you know I, I don't really know because I'm I'm not from out here. I live in Vernonia. I don't really get out here very much, but they told me, Jack, you got to stay in class accounting until this whole situation is resolved. So, so I am. Uh, anyway, um, I've still got the problem how to shift uh, some, uh, you know, my, my current counts about 145,000 pounds of uh, dry aged mammal meat. So I, I looked into cross country shipping and uh, I think, Trucking is going to be a problem. You know, it would take a couple of trucks. Uh, obviously, aviation is out of the question. But uh, it turns out that Amtrak will take uh, boxes oh, 50 pounds at a time pretty cheap. Amtrak. So I met up with these punks at Gearheart that uh, offered to help me cut up the, uh, you know, the meat. And uh, we put it in some boxes lined with plastic the and uh, sent it your way. So... Uh, I'm hoping you guys are able to make use of it. Uh, bottom line is there's 3,650-pound boxes of uh, whale meat uh, <laughs> arriving at Boston South Station two days from now. They're oh, no. currently whizzing along the uh, uh, northern Transcon uh, on their way to you. So uh, if you all could send someone there, uh, I told them you can release the whale meat to anybody who says they're with Howard's Day Old Clams or... Or, uh, you know, just anyone who, who says, uh, heavens, they're inexpensive. So, uh, uh, you know, please do pick it up and, uh, we'll, uh, well, we'll go from there. Uh, thanks. Uh, this has been Jack. Uh, if you, if you need me, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love Jack. So, so here's the problem. We got, we got 36,000. 50 pound boxes of whale blubber coming into Boston South Aged dried aged dried mammal in about two days. We gotta Here, we gotta come up with a plan. Here's the question though. I mean, how many cities is this going through? I mean, we could probably track the status of this train well just by the smell. I mean, no, yeah, it's true, but you can just get on Amtrak.com and, and it'll show you like this train was delayed. Six days here. That train was delayed because it's always delayed. But it's 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 on Amtrak. It's on a passenger train. Oh, people dear. are gonna. And then it's gonna come into South Station in Bo in Boston, which is close to Boonsocket. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Station. it's not like a Amtrak just goes straight to an island. <laughs> <laughs> but Rhode Island's not an island. <laughs> I that that's. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the mysteries of the name Rhode Island. Uh, we're gonna have 000, to. We're gonna have to get a hold of them. 30, 36,000 50 pound. Hmm. You know what we could do? We could. Uh, we could maybe. Maybe we could enlist the aid of the homeless, and and just 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 deliver them in the middle of the night to to 36,000 lucky residents of South Boston. So so like just leave it on so, the doorstep. So so what you're what you're saying is we're I think we make it a big charitable nightmare event. before Christmas this shit and and just instead of giving them presents giving them creepy shit. It's it's aged mammal derivative. It's a you can light a lamp with it. You can you can cut every single cat in the fucking county. You can certainly feed your with fifty pounds. You can feed all the cats for a long time. I think that's what we do. I think we turn this into a a, a big undercover charity event. We we're going to have to enlist some people. So if you're in the Boston area, let us know. And and, and if you're in the Boston area, and you got like a pickup truck. Oh, that'd be even better. And you can uh, go down to the old whales. <laughs> you can go down to the Amtrak station 
load up some of those boxes and distribute it there in the uh, south side of Boston. What do they call it? Southie. Southie. Just, just, just litter, so to speak, the neighborhood with with uh, these gifts. People will be amazed. Like the, the kids will wake up in the morning. They'll go out to go get on the school bus. They'll say, "Mom, what's that smell?" <laughs> Or especially boys, boys who always talk about farts. Let's just face it, that that is going to be a teacher's bad day. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. Smith, look what I brought for show and tell. It's 50 pounds of whale blubber. Take it to the cafeteria, ladies, Tommy. I think we have a big opportunity here. We'll get in touch with the with with the brothers, the, the, the Jesuit brothers. And I, I think we can turn this into, into a, a, a lovely sharing, gifting opportunity that'll do nothing but but uh, let people know that Howardsdale clams, we're here for you. If we had a picture Until the here, next of, time, of Steve's great grandfather on a, on a bulldozer, that'd be that'd be great too. It, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Until the next time, cringers, click on that movie. Listen to the algorithm because it'll probably take you to a Roger Corman movie eventually. <laughs> Obey the algorithm. Maybe we should make that a shirt. Obey the algorithm. <laughs> my, my, I mean, until we started this, and, and my algorithm choices come up about, about the same as yours now, but, but before this started, and I swear to baby Jesus in the manger. I have no idea how this happened, but every movie Amazon recommended for me was lesbian, softcore lesbian porn. I mean, every movie. I watched a lot of them. They were horrible. None of them were good. <laughs> I mean, good night, cringers. tens of thousands, no, lots of them. Yeah. Okay. Does Blubber float? I think it does. I'm thinking we could uh, we could make up some personal flotation devices for the children at the at the orphanage there, the Saint Ignatius. All right, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm brainstorming on the air. I shouldn't do that. I'll brainstorm on my own time. Good night, Good night everybody. We love you. Stacy loves you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Howard's the old clam. Heavens, they're inexpensive. I don't know how to stop recording now. I don't have my same buttons. That's because you're sharing your screen. Stop sharing your screen. Oh, here we go. Stop recording. Ah, okay. Here we go. Oh, here's another one. Oh, man. There's a new feature on Zoom called Recognize Hand Gestures. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some testing with that. All right. Bye. <laughs>